Good news. My new book is finally here. It's called Handbook for the Heartbroken, A Woman's Path from Devastation to Rebirth, and you can order it now wherever books are sold. I wrote this book after the five-year span between 2016 and 2020 when I experienced serial heartbreaks that rocked literally every area of my life, my health, relationships, money, career, social status, and even my very sense of self. And along the way, I really got to experience firsthand how dysfunctional our culture's relationship is to loss. I saw how we live in a heartbreak illiterate world that's obsessed with success and shackled with isolation and ignorant of how valuable our suffering can be for our growth and our evolution not only as individuals, but also as a collective. So this book expands the conversation around loss beyond just breakups and bereavement, although we definitely cover those too, in order to include falls from grace of all kinds, personal, professional, and collective. So whether you're experiencing hardship now, or know you have past hurts that are holding you back in certain ways and still need healing, this book is here to support you. It's also a great book to gift to clients, family members, friends, just other women in your world who are going through a challenging time. It will show you that it's only through fully turning toward your heartbreak with support, courage, and compassion that you can heal. So within the loving pages of this book, you will have full permission to fall apart and slowly, organically find your way back to greater wholeness. I'm truly excited to share this with you. It was not a joy to live this journey, but it really was a joy to write it. And you can find it again, wherever books are sold and the audio version of the book is available as well. If you would like some gifts to accompany you on your heartbreak journey, you can get those at handbookfortheheartbroken.com. Those are free. Whenever you order books, you can just send in your invoice or your receipt and we'll send you those accompanying gifts. Enjoy. As we step into a new year together, it's a potent time to really make sure that the actions you're taking are leading you to where you want to go, that they're strategic, that they're thoughtful, and that they are aligning outer with inner so that you are ultimately creating a business and life that are right for you. Because here's the thing, you don't want to wake up one year from now, or maybe you're already waking up this way right now, hating your life or hating your business or your work. You feel like they're running you rather than the other way around. I've been there. I know it's not fun to say the least. So today we're going to talk through how to make sure that doesn't happen. Stay tuned. Welcome to Herself, a space for women to have deep conversations about the intersection between spiritual entrepreneurship and fulfilling your potential, so you can become the woman you truly are in every area of your life. After being in business for over two decades, I've learned, as you likely have too, that as you grow your business, your business grows you in unexpected, often challenging, yet miraculous ways. Here, we'll talk about how to get out of your own way, so you can grow a business that's abundant and sustainable while allowing you to be a force for good in the world. I'll give you simple, actionable strategies as well as wisdom and inspiration to help you root into your wholeness, lead from your values, and work in ways that feel deeply aligned 
so you can bring your true self into the world through your business and in every area of your life. If you want to stop letting your business run you, first it helps to be aware that it is running you in the first place. So as I often say in my teachings, awareness itself is curative. So simply to be aware of what's happening. And oftentimes when our business is running us, we are simply in go mode and we have very little time for be and or reflect mode. So the first thing is to pause enough to even notice, wow, yes, my business is running me right now. My work is running me right now. And here are some signs that that may be happening for you. The first one is you wake up in the morning feeling exhausted and dreading everything that you have to do that day. And then as you're going through the day, as you're doing those things, you also feel exhausted. You don't feel inspired. You don't feel enlivened or lit up by what you're doing. You don't have time to engage creatively in ways that, again, are really enlivening, in ways that are suited for you and help you to activate your creativity. Maybe you often feel like quitting or going to get a J-O-B, or if you're a therapist, going to work for an agency because you think that would just make things easier, but you know deep down that that wouldn't, that that has its own set of complications, and you're in a place of choosing your hard and acknowledging your trade-offs, and that ultimately you want to work for yourself because that is the best vehicle for you to really do the work that you are uniquely here to do, to have the freedom that you need for your life and for your work. And also you don't have an income ceiling. You can really earn as much as you want to, as much as you're you're willing to, to invest in your business. However, if you feel like your business is running you, you also don't feel like you're receiving adequate financial compensation for all the effort that you're exerting. And the, expend- the expenditure just doesn't seem worth it because you're, the scales between giving and receiving feel highly out of balance. Now, if you find yourself feeling or experiencing any of these things, I first urge you to have compassion for yourself. You are not doing anything wrong. I want to normalize your experience of this. There's absolutely nothing wrong with having this experience. In fact, It's a necessary and, again, normal part of the entrepreneurial journey, at least at one point, usually at various points along the way. Yet the key is not to stay there. The key is not to get stuck in this space for too long and to not make it your status quo. Because we know that when that is your status quo, when your business is running you, that is highly unsustainable most especially for your physical, mental, and emotional health. And likely it's not doing great things for your relationships either. Now, remember, the most important asset in your business is you, is you. So if you're not doing well, then likely your business isn't doing well either. And again, I want to say that I have been there. This is why I can speak about it, because I know that territory. I know what leads to it. And I know what leads us out of it. Now, the old iteration of my business that I closed down in early 2019, in that business, that was a frequent experience of mine. I often felt resentful toward my business. I felt like I was in constant giving and output mode. 
And my business definitely felt like it was running me rather than the other way around. So when I set out to start rebuilding my business a couple of years later in early 21, I did so with immense intention and various kind of bumpers. You know, when you go bowling and you put bumpers in the gutters, I put bumpers in place to check myself each step of the way. One of the core principles that I live by is one of the seven habits of highly successful people that the late Stephen Covey laid out so well. And that is, we begin with the end in mind. And in my year-long mentorship and mastermind program, Create Your Dream Business, this is the first thing that we do. We begin with the end in mind and get crystal clear on our unique visions of success. So we want to do this right at the start, whether that's the start of a new year, the start of a new personal or professional project. We need to take the time to step out of go mode, step step out of automatic doing, and pause so that we can deeply reflect. In that space, we can ask ourselves some important questions. Like, what do we want the finished product of this to look like? What do we want it to feel like for us? And if it's a business you're creating, how many offerings do you want? What kind of offerings do you want those to be? Do you want a team? If so, of how many people? Or would you rather work alone? How much do you want to work each week? How many days in the week? How many hours each week? What kind of schedule do you want? How much time do you want to take off? What I do first thing in my own annual planning as I go through my calendar is I block off all the time I'm taking off. Yes, I do that very first thing. That is the number one priority to make sure that I am taking care of myself. So for me right now, I take at least a week off in the spring, at least a week off in the fall. I take off the whole month of August for a sabbatical and a few weeks in December. And this year, I'm also instilling four-day work weeks in my business. And this is something I've informally done for years, but I did it personally, but I wanted to make it more official for everyone in the world of my business. So everything in my business is going to be closed down on Fridays, possibly except for when we're in in launch mode or, you know, doing some, some big event that may require us to be all hands on deck five days and certain, certain weeks, but otherwise taking Friday... Fridays off all around. And I do I do this first. I map this out first. And then I work everything else around that. I work out when I'm doing launches, when I'm teaching programs, when I'm having my meetings, when I'm working with clients. So this is one way that I begin with the end in mind because at the end of the year, I want to feel resourced. I want to feel like I had time to reset and fill my cup. And I want to feel like I had time to do other things in my life aside from my work. And then I had time to give back to myself instead of only being in giving mode and being in engagement with others mode through my work. As much as I love my work, I don't want to be doing that all the time. In addition to beginning with the end in mind, we also want to make sure that we are building our businesses around the things that we actually enjoy. And I know that we've all heard these questions like, what are the things that you do when you lose track of time? 
What are the things that you loved to do when you were a small child? What are the things you're doing when you find yourself in the flow state and that you do even without getting paid? And don't get me wrong, I'm all about supporting you and being well paid. And another question is, what do you consider to be your zone of genius? So also to be clear, this doesn't mean that we don't need to do any, quote, grunt work. That is part of building a business for sure, especially when you're in startup mode or if you're a solopreneur. I have heard author and inspirational speaker and very successful entrepreneur and business owner, Brendan Burchard, speak about the importance to ad- of adhering to the 60-40 rule in business. So this is different than that 80-20 rule. And he says that 60, 60% of the time, we want to be working in our zone of genius, doing the things that will really move the needle. And one of the sayings in some popular time management and energy management teachings is to eat the frog first. So first thing in the day, we want to do those, those needle moving things. So right now I'm recording this podcast in the morning. It's 10 a.m. right now. This is one of this is one of my big frogs for the day. So I'm going to do it first. I'm going to do it before I get into my emails, before I get into interaction mode. Now, the other 40% of the time, we want to do our life stuff. Like I said, answering emails, interacting on social media, doing your taxes, making phone calls, all of those things that help you to work in your zone of genius, that help you to keep the wheels of your life and your business moving. And we want to pay close attention to how much space we're allotting to those two buckets of things, to how much time we're in our zone of genius, how much of the time we're doing life stuff, to make sure that that 40% of life stuff doesn't overtake the 60% of moving the needle activities. Another thing you want to keep an eye on to make sure that your business doesn't run you is that you're working with your right fit dream clients. I know firsthand that one of the things that can drain the life out of you the fastest is working with challenging people who are not the right fit for you. And these are people who criticize more than they contribute, who aren't coachable. They're not taking your mentorship and putting it into action. They're not willing to roll up their sleeves and do the work. They're constantly pushing your boundaries. And overall, they're making your life a lot more challenging than it needs to be. So this is part of beginning with the end in mind and really getting clear on who do you most want to work with? Who are the types of people that you feel energized working with, that you feel lit up working with, that you feel inspired working with, that it really feels like a collaboration and a partnership? And how can you take steps each day to bring more of these people into the world of your business? How can your sales and marketing plans be geared to exactly speak to this type of person and to even repel those types of people that you don't like to work with. And last, the final, and I'd say even the most important step in making sure your business isn't running you is to really ensure that you have a clear, inspiring, doable, actionable plan that will take you from where you are today to your desired end. And let's say the end of this year. So to your unique vision of success 
at the end of 2024. And without a plan, we stay in reactivity. And the more that the more exhausted we get, the more we feel like we're spinning our wheels, the more that we're waking up, not feeling excited about our days, the more reactive we become. And then we're building our businesses and our lives by default, rather than by really intentional aligned design. Again, I've done that before. It didn't turn out well. This is part of the process, but we don't want to stay stuck there. We don't want this to be the norm. Many of many of my clients come to me in this state, and then we do the work of untangling, helping them to come into deeper alignment and sovereignty so that they can have a plan in place to really feel inspired again, to really have the space that they need to take care of themselves, to tend to the areas of their lives that they want to tend to. Because we want to feel excited, motivated, and rested when we wake up each morning. And this way we can do the work that we're born to do and be well compensated for it. Now, if you want support in crafting this type of a plan for yourself, this deeply aligned self-led plan for your business and life in 2024, I'm offering a brand new five-part workshop series that starts on January 16th that will help you to do this. And I've designed it to be as accessible as possible, both in terms of price and time and energy commitment. It's only $47. And on each of these five days, I'll be guiding you through one crucial action step so you can do this. So you can design a business this year that's sustainable, that's profitable, that's a conduit for the sacred in the world, and that most importantly, you love, that you feel lit up by. And I'm distilling the core practices that I've learned and applied myself over the years, which is a combination of smart business strategy to bring structure to the external elements of your business design and internal family systems to make sure you get all the internal parts of you on board with implementing this design. Because I think we all know that the reason why So many New Year's resolutions fizzle out by the end of January or at best the middle of February is because the inner and outer aren't lined up. All parts of your being weren't on board with implementing that vision in the first place. And willpower can only get us so far. Willpower is exhaustible. So we come out of the gates and New Year with a lot of willpower But then it fizzles away. And when that inner alignment isn't in place, we just go back to how things were. True wholeness and alignment are what's needed to take those initial intentions all the way through the year. And that's exactly what you'll walk away from this workshop with. So let's make 2024 the year that you stop letting your business run you. Let's make it the year that you step into it intentionally, strategically, in a deeply soul-aligned and parts-aligned way with support and community. And this is what this new five-part workshop series, Design Your Dream Business in 2024, is all about. So again, we start on January 16th, and if you can't come to any or all of the five live workshop sessions... Replays are available until the end of January. 
It's only $47, which is a great investment to make in yourself and your business at the start of the year. And you can learn more and join us at programs saravonstovercom forward slash workshop. That's programs saravonstovercom forward slash workshop. And you can also find the link in the show notes. I would love to support you in putting a plan together to stop letting your business run you this year. Again, because I know how painful it is. And I know how much is possible when we do something different. So here's to 2024 being a year of deep inner and outer alignment that leads to the fulfillment of your unique vision of success. Thank you for joining me today. And remember, change doesn't come from listening alone. I invite you to commit to taking one small or large courageous action after today's conversation. One step you can take if you haven't already is to sign up for my free mini course, Three Lies Holding Successful Women Back That Keep You Overwhelmed, Stuck, and Doubting Yourself, and How to Break Free So You Can Embody Your Potential Starting Now. You can find that over at my website, sarahavonstover.com. That's my full name, sarahavonstover.com. And if you found this podcast valuable, please share it with the women in your world. Also, I'd be very grateful if you leave a review. It helps others find resources like this. And I'd love to hear what's coming alive for you after listening today. Above all, keep going and never forget the unique offerings you and your true self bring to the world. Until next time, I'm sending you my heartfelt support.